Welcome to the ASC podcast, Cytopath Pod. Join special guests to highlight ASC activities in cytopathology education, advocacy, and research. Welcome um, to ASC podcast. My name is Zubair Baloch, and I have an amazing uh, group of people here who love ASC, they love cytopathology, and what we're gonna talk about is very informal um, um, kind of chances and talking about your experiences about ASC, especially but how it pertains to the annual meeting because we all come together um, at the annual meeting. So, you know, and what I am not going to take the full names of everybody. You know these names. And if you don't, when you are at the ASC annual meeting, walk up, nobody bites, go talk to them and ask them about their experiences and what you can do. And it's, it's, it's a family thing here when it comes to ASC. Um, it is, uh, many people say, oh, you belong to a small organization. And I don't think it is. It is very, very big. It's, it's a huge organization. Why it is huge? Because it has a big heart. And as you can see, the whole breadth of experience that is here with this. So I'm going to start with uh, my first question. And that is what always I think whenever I walk into an ASC annual meeting or I think of an ASC annual meeting or registering for a meeting, I always think of my first ASC annual meeting and how scared I was, but at the same time, how excited I was. So Amber, when was your first annual meeting? And you don't have to give me a specific date and tell me your experience in few words. What was your feeling? You know, it was so long ago that I honestly don't even remember. <laughs> um, it was at least 30 years ago and okay. I was probably terrified and didn't know anybody. Um, okay. I, I do remember one of my first meetings was, and this was not my first, but one of the first that I actually remember was in New York. And I met up with a fellow uh, cytology student uh, who we went to school together and we roomed together at the meeting. So it was a great reunion. That's that's what I remember. Okay. Um, was there anything, did you like got to see any of your mentors that you just read about their books or chapters and stuff like that? Oh, of course. I was always amazed at the people who were there that, you know, you had heard their name and you were just like, oh, you know, I, I can't believe you're you're actually in the meeting with me and I've read your books and things. So yeah, that's always, it's always a pleasure to, to run into people like that there. And how does it feel now? Um, it feels like family, like just what you said. So 30 years of going and, and, you know, maybe it's the only time in the year that you see somebody like that, yes. uh, but we all come together and, um, you know, em embrace the, the moment that we have with each other. And I, I think it's a, a beautiful thing that um, so many people have, you know, stayed in the society over the years. And I just feel like I, you know, it, it, it is my second family. So my first meeting was in 1995. I was a fellow at Memorial Sloan Kettering and I had signed up for a fellowship in cytopathology uh, with Dr. Gupta, late Dr. Gupta. And he invited, he said, well, I better see you at the New York meeting. And I think it was at the Astoria Hotel. And I went in and I attended a course from Dr. Bebo. And, um, and it, I saw Dr. Bedrosian and I was so scared, but at the same time, I was so excited because we're such a close knit group of people. So. I'm going to ask now, Wanda. Wanda, what do you think? When was your first meeting and what were your thoughts? 
Yeah, I actually remember it pretty distinctly. Um, it was in uh, 2017 when I was a cytopathology fellow, actually with Dr. Nishino, who's on the on the call as well. And I remember it was such an amazing experience being able to go. You know, I was a bit, you know, um, nervous at first. I was presenting, but and it was my first meeting, but it was such an amazing meeting going and just seeing everybody. And, you know, there were, of course, the people who write the textbooks, but they were so relatable. Everybody was so welcoming. It was such a fantastic experience. And it just really gives you a sense of community and like what a really great family cytopathologists are and a great community. And, you know, I've gone every year since then. I One year, of course, virtually when it was um, during COVID, but every year it's just the same thing. It's fantastic seeing everybody. You get to know everybody. It's just, it's a really great experience going to the annual meeting. Great, wonderful. So we're gonna walk to across the pond. Uh, Ash, what do you, uh, give us your thoughts. Thank you, Zubair. So I'll tell you, my introduction to the ASC dates back to 2010, when um, this was the International Congress of Cytology in Edinburgh, which, you know, I was part of the host team of. And I met, you know, a few American colleagues for the first time uh, at that Congress. And I'll tell you, I remember to this date what an impression Professor Sayed Ali's lectures on the pancreas and thyroid and his workshop had on me. And I just went up to him at the end of the workshop and I just wanted to shake him by the hand and say, you know, how, uh, how blown away I was by the content of his talk and the, uh, the quality of his slide workshops. And I said, you know, I would really love to come to an American uh, Congress as well. I haven't been to a one before. And so 2011 was my very first one. And so I signed up. And again, to my astonishment, the incoming president of the ASC was none other than Dr. Ritu Nair, who was my senior colleague at medical school in India. And to have, you know, my own senior from a medical school in India being sort of crowned the, 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 the president of the ASC was unbelievable. I just thought, you know, how embracing and how diverse and how accepting it must be uh, to come as, a, as an international uh, graduate to the US and to be able to rise to the position of president of the ASC. Uh, so that again, really, really impressed me profoundly. And since then, of course, I've attended almost every year I put myself forward for, um, you know, uh, some proposals for running uh, workshops and, uh, uh, you know, roundtables and, uh, uh, and different slide seminars over the years. And again, I was delighted that, you know, those proposals were accepted and I got invited back. I have to say, of the many cytology meetings that I attend nationally and internationally, the ASC annual meeting rates the top one in terms of organization, in terms of scientific content, in terms of, uh, um, I think the fun elements included as well. So it is, um, you know, my favorite cytology annual big meeting to go to. Thank you. Um, that's a really a big kudos to the, to the annual meeting because I think it really uh, highlights what we all try and we have been actively involved in the ASC 
not just attending, but in, you know, creating and stuff. And that's what I think. I think it's that, is that goosebumpy feeling because there's so much to learn, but at the same time, the social scene and seeing those faces. Manju, uh, tell me about your experience over the years. Yeah, so, you know, I attended my first meeting in 2013 or 2014 when I uh, was uh, starting as a faculty in our program. So uh, I was super nervous and it was my first conference in the United States after coming here. So I was, I had no idea how it is going to be. Amber can still remember, I guess she was a program director at that time. So I was just keep asking her, what do I do? What do I do? And I was walking around with the program in my head, you know, checking up all the things I attended and those kind of things. So but um, it was so wonderful. It was an ex a wonderful experience. You know, the same way I heard now that uh, first time seeing a person which you have seen his name only in the research paper was an amazing feeling. Dr. Syed Ali, Dr. Fantanovitz, because uh, just then I was com I completed my PhD in virtual microscopy. So I was reading all the articles and seeing those people in person was an amazing feeling. And uh, after that, I... Um, my nervousness has decreased and excitement got increased. You know, every year I moved to the, uh, attend the ASA meeting. So such a wonderful experience. Now I feel like a family too. So I want to change the question a little bit. So, um, so our first meeting, then we have been attending all these meetings. Um, so Deanna, so from your first meeting, how have you seen the way ASC has progressed and uh, the delivering the educational content, the international presence? So what are your thoughts? I mean, uh, give me short statements. So for our audiences, so what do you think? Um, well, I started, my first meeting was in 2015. And mm -hmm. I started in a very, you know, uh, like a blast because I was one of the panelists at the seminar diagnostic and I have never attended the meeting. So being in this very popular, very famous uh, uh, session was a little bit uh, nervous. But at the same time, since the beginning, uh, I realized, uh, which is also now and was more and more, uh, how this society was and is inclusive uh, not only for American but for uh, international. The next year in 2016 I won one of the award and uh, Stefan Pambuchan told me that was the first time that uh, they, uh, they opened to an international. So really what I have seen then in 2017 I have attended all the meeting uh, just one uh, I was not in Las Vegas for personal reasons um, I have always seen more and more the um, the open um, position uh, to the uh, international presence as really a family, regardless of the country, regardless if you are American or if you are not American, just a family of cytology. So uh, this is uh, improving uh, um, every year uh, since uh, since my first uh, experience, which was amazing. But you know, I have seen it uh, significantly going um, farther and farther, uh, arriving also to this last meeting that, that we will have in Austin, in which we have also some uh, international uh, specific uh, sessions, which is for us, you know, uh, just opening to a close interaction, which, which is in cytology, because it's regardless of the country and the countries. Great, thank you so much. Um, Sinchita, what do you think? Same question to you. Have you seen this all develop? And um, 
What what are the major key point changes that you have noticed? Yeah. So again, um, I I I guess like you know uh, I've been attending this meeting for over ten years now, um, and and it has grown. And as everybody has pointed out, I I think it one of the key features of the AAC and the annual meeting is how inclusive it is. And uh, it it even though it's the American Society of uh, Cytopathology, it's it's embracing to everyone. And, and you can see that in the program, like I was looking at the program schedule this morning because we were gonna have this discussion. I just wanted to see um, what the annual meeting had to offer this time. And it's amazing the program that you guys have put together and kudos to uh, the, the committee for doing such an amazing job because it, it not only focuses on what's current and relevant um, for everyone who does cytopathology, but it's also embracing um, everybody across the world. Um, it has such an international flavor. And, and I think that's, again, if you were, if I were attending a meeting in another country, that's what I would be um, looking for, that they're welcoming and they want me to be part of them. So I, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, if, if we ask our international colleagues, they, they would say that they feel part of this family. And that's what ASC has always been. And I think, for me, the first time I attended ASC, that was like literally a revealing moment because in the past as a trainee, um, I had mostly attended JUSCAP, which is a huge meeting. And um, you're trying to select between which sessions you want to go to and which subspecialties you want to focus your energy on. But then I came to ASC and it was, it was a smaller meeting. But like everybody said, you know, you get to meet all of these stars of cytopathology and, and everybody was so kind of welcoming and approachable and it felt like a family and, and truly like everyone has said, this is my second family. I love coming here and, and seeing my friends and colleagues is probably one of the highlights of the meeting. I mean, of course, the scientific content, but um, and it, it has definitely grown. And, and I think um, just the emphasis on staying relevant and current and trying to approach topics that are um, of interest to everyone and being that inclusive, I think that's one of the highlights of the meeting. Oscar, what are your thoughts? Because me and you basically are in the same <laughs> age and educated group. So tell me, what, what do you think? For those who don't know, uh, Zubair and I, who are co-fellows here at Memorial, and we actually, <laughs> yes. And I also, my first ASC meeting was uh, the same one in, in New York. And I've probably, we had to take turns going there because we're probably grossing at the okay. same time. Uh, but I have seen a, a big change in the ASC, the evolution of ASC um, has been uh, really palpable. I think when I, we first started going to ASC, there were all this emphasis on morphology and the description of all the morphological features of different diseases. And I have seen that the SC has grown and it, it's not only focused on morphology, but it's also evolving together with pathology, with, with the inclusion of molecular techniques and different types of technologies. But at the same time, it has done in a way that includes everyone. So I agree with uh, everything that has been said about the society being, being so inclusive. But it's really this collaboration spirit when we address these issues uh, in cytology. Uh, so 
I, uh, I couldn't, uh, I'm sorry for repeating, uh, ASC has become also part of uh, like a second family for uh, for us. It's, uh, it is much more uh, collegial, uh, I wouldn't say collegial, but it's much easier to talk to uh, our colleagues at ASC. The other meetings have, have become so large that uh, you go there and you attend some sessions, but you barely can uh, talk to uh, your colleagues. So I really enjoy and I look always look forward to attend the ASC meeting. Yes, I mean, so this is not repeating yourself because I want this to be known. These are our feelings, you know, it's a family, it's almost like a family gathering, it's easily navigable. Um, the program is is for everyone. Um, and it's it's something that people can enjoy being part of and also attending that meeting. So Michia, what are your thoughts? And since you've been involved in the committees, um, you've done a lot with ASC at you know very limited time span. So tell me what you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So my first ASC meeting was 2012 when I was a fellow, and just touching on what all of you have talked about, I, the meeting always such does such a wonderful job of balancing uh, cutting edge, you know, boundary pushing content with the uh, practical sessions that really reinforce the importance of cytomorphology in our day-to-day -day practice. And, and, you know, over the past 10 years, there's been a lot of just new and creative sessions, that, you know, beyond the tried and true, you know, VMTs, the short courses, the panel sessions that really work hard to engage uh, the audience in, in a really meaningful way. You know, Deanna, I know you and Gulis have worked on the World Vision uh, efforts, and, and Sinchita, you were involved in the Shark Tank. You know, these are all just, uh, you know, wonderful ideas to get the cytopathology community excited about uh, coming together and having a lot of meaningful interactions and really raising our field uh, uh, upwards. So uh, that's just been one of the most uh, remarkable things that I've seen over the past decade or so. So the yes, yeah, so the message that I'm hearing is that we're keeping the the, the norm. Um, you know, we're keeping that basic teaching. We're back to forward. Plus, we are bringing the the new content um, in light of what is what is needed, right? Um, yeah, exactly. And, and I think what it, what it does is kind of satisfies the trainee level, all levels in cytopathology, or all levels and pathology, uh, which is very important for a successful meeting because you cannot just gear it. Um, to delivering one type of content. Um, so Swigridi, I have a question for you now. Um, so we all talked about, like, let's say we talked about the past and the currently where, where ASC is. Um, so if, and I'm, I'm not just targeting you because you are one of the younger people here, um, but what do you think where this meeting should, what do you um, kind of, see this meeting to be in the future? If you are going to continue coming, which I'm sure you will, um, what will be your thoughts about that? Where this meeting has to move also, how, how we can do that? So uh, honestly, it's been four years for me, not that no. long. I feel like I'm the youngest. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> right, yeah. I started in 2019 as a PZY3 resident and I met, uh, you know, I was working with Dr. Pantanevich, but I had never seen him in a national label. I was starstruck by Dr. Pantanevich alone and okay. then followed Dr. Nair and, uh, you know, everybody in this call. Um, and by now, honestly, within four years, I have met, I have developed a tremendous network attendings, which I ha I used to look for 
are now my colleagues. I call them by their first name because they forced me to during the informal uh, lunch and dinners. Uh, you know, so for me to continue attending to these and for other younger individuals, I still get a lot of messages from the people who are trying to apply for a cytopathology fellowship. And the first thing I tell them is, hey, apply to one of the ASC committee, attend these meetings, you know, you learn a lot by going to the first time uh, attendee meeting, you know, you uh, learn what cytopathology as a family is. And for us to continue doing that, I think these opportunities needs to be open to younger individuals to work in the committees, yeah. uh, to present uh, in the talks and, you know, recent advances like we are always doing an all-inclusive international committee. Last time I met one of the resident trainee from Singapore and she's actually working with me in various um, aspects of cytopathology and that's what we are looking to develop, I guess, as a team. Great, excellent, uh, thank you. So I'm going to now go to Dr. Siddiqui, Moment. Um, so you've been on the, you've been involved in ASC committees, executive board, and now you're going to be our next uh, president of the ASC. So, um, you know, we do a little bit of the same uh, and the middle is kind of mixture. And then we do some content, which is kind of challenging because that's where we, which I call as a risky content, because you take the risk of presenting it with the hope. And so far the meetings have been successful in keeping it. So what, what will be your vision um, for this annual, I will say meeting of mind or gathering, uh, which is social and educational. I took the social first. Um, so what are your thoughts about that? Well, first of all, thank you for coordinating this session, uh, uh, Zubair, and also for leading the scientific program committee uh, during the last uh, few years. And uh, uh, I think it's going to culminate into a fantastic meeting this year. I'm truly excited about it, the program, the content itself. I think uh, with regards to the core uh, elements to your question, what is the the theme going to be, obviously, the theme is going to work with uh, what we have already done in the past and use that as a stepping stone into what may be currently needed in the future. And I think number one would be uh, ambassadorships. I think that is something which other organizations have done. And I think it's time we look into it and at least make a start. And maybe that would collect a wider group of younger individuals who can be our ambassadors with specific goals, uh, such as maybe uh, reaching out to colleges or high schools or to vocational programs who may be interested in becoming cytologists or even working in, in, our, in our laboratories. So that would be one, one goal I have in mind and I have some fantastic people I have uh, already thought of uh, uh, as being included in this. But I think the current DEI committee has also done a lot of work in this regard, although not necessarily with those titles. So I think that committee would be integrating this element and might be uh, further refined with a slight, slight name change plus uh, uh, with the addition of the ambassadorship. But uh, more so, I think a grander vision, if I may say so, is uh, 
what we have been doing is we've been standardizing our reporting systems. And if I may say so very successfully, starting with the Bethesda systems with cervical cytology and thyroid cytology and moving forward with what we have now with the Paris system as the second version came out and is being successfully implemented. And then uh, not to discount the WHO's efforts and the pancreatic obiliary and lung cytology uh, realms, which have already been published along with other editions and more to come on that. So again, we have a very strong foundation and I think most of us as members, we have contributed to the buildup of this standardized reporting system. But again, now we have molecular uh, technology that is impacting our workflow, not necessarily just the reporting part, but also the downstream effects of incorporating the molecular procurement of material or how it's processed. So I think the key word here is optimization of specimens, which would be the next segment. And I think uh, we have uh, uh, we have some great individuals who've uh, uh, started uh, working on this at a, at a very, uh, you know, at a very granular level. So I think that would be the theme and I plan to set up a task force uh, and we will work on optimization of samples, primarily for lung cytopathology samples, but not to uh, exclude other organ systems such as the pancreas, the thyroid, even the urine. So that would be the main goal and uh, uh, more to come on that. So, so that's one thing I just wanted to mention. The social so aspects, I'm ready for the social aspects. The first time attendee uh, gathering, it's always a fun event. If there was going to be a reception, I hope to see some cowboy boots there with hats. Remember, it is uh, uh, late in the year, so black felt hats would be required, not white ones. That's the, that's the culture in Texas. So if you have one, bring that along. So I have to go shopping now. Um, okay, so uh, so I have uh, one thing. So if we have to change um, some, so you know the the social aspects are there, um, and we try to balance as much as possible. But you know there there is a lot of people also, um, and then there is the educational stuff. If we want to change some like one thing um, about the meeting uh, to make it more um, inclusive or make it much more fun reading and teaching and all that other stuff. So Amber, what do you think? What, what you will change one thing that will, what you think may be helpful? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I feel like we do a pretty good job of, of um, breaking out into smaller groups and socializing on our own, but maybe making that uh, more part of the meeting. So maybe having like, you know, like the first time, Thank you know, you. attendees, well, that's great, but that's just first time attendees. So what about people who are in the middle or people who, you know, maybe haven't found a great network yet? Um, I think that we, you know, we get together for as educators, but it's not a social you know, meeting. So, I mean, maybe more of those types of things focused on, um, you know, things that your career maybe has focused on and maybe doing more small gatherings like that in, in social events. Um, so that would be one thing I think that I might oh. change. Great. Uh, Wanda, what do you think? 
if you have to well, change that's a, that's a tough question i mean how do you improve well, I, i'm known to put people yeah. on the spot <laughs> <laughs> but i have to, no I negative know. points but these are all positives <laughs> yeah i mean i echoing what everybody has said i think it's such a fantastic meeting it's such a you know there's such a broad um spectrum of um, topics that are covered, which I think are great for people who are just starting out to people who are more seasoned as well. Um, so you're always learning something new um, at the meeting, and there are quite a bit of social events. I, you know, echoing what Amber was saying, I, you know, some organizations such as USGAP, I believe, do like mentors at the table and things like that. So maybe that's one way of getting um, you know, more trainees and whether they're um, pathology trainees or cytologists, um, cytology um, trainees, um, that could be one way of being more inclusive and, you know, just opening it up to other people. But yeah, I think it's such a fantastic, I, I was afraid to get that question, but <laughs> I yeah, think no, that's... <laughs> all good, all good, because, you know, we have moments sitting here who's going to try. So I think it's important for all of us to hear that. And it any feedback is a good feedback. It's not, never, never a negative. Um, Deanna, you attend um, national and international meetings. What would you like ASC to add or do more or uh, subtract or add um, to make this meeting uh, more? What would be your point of view regarding this? Deanna, you're muted. You mean to create more, uh, you know, for the anything presence that as, we can do to make it more, you know, you're coming from another country, you're, you've been involved in other international organizations. So what do you think ASC should offer more of or add something that will make it much more attractive um, to, to a wide variety of audiences? Okay. Um... It's, it's not easy because, you know, in my opinion, uh, in my personal opinion, and also in my personal experience, uh, what I have had from the American Society of Cytopathology, I, um, I didn't have from the other international and European societies. So for me, it's really the American society is my art and also the possibility to, to do uh, mm -hmm. as a part of this society what I what I have done and what I could have expressed by myself. So maybe uh, my my idea is always, of course, I'm an international. So pushing a, a little more on the international, for instance, uh, the idea of, uh, you know, we have the first attendees party, we could do something like an, a party, including the international people and in this way uh, would have been you know first party and first or international in general or uh, also for instance from a from a social point of view because the the program mm -hmm. is always amazing so just yes also for instance uh, doing a pushing you know like in the evening uh, event in which we we can be together more social instead, for instance, uh, to, to have dinner like groups, just having something all together. And for instance, one evening we could have something related, uh, join, a joint uh, social event of the different uh, journals, uh, including, you know, diagnostic, cancer cytopathology, cytopathology, JASC, and I think, you know, it's sort of uh, all together idea. because at the end we are 
all together. So it's not a matter of creating something which might be some event in this way. So in international, first attendee, journal, um, social, um, I don't know, interaction, something like, you know, really global. Moment, are you yeah. taking notes? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you think, uh, Machia, what will be your thoughts if we have to do something that will be, I think we're doing good, but, you know, to just, it's always good to have some ideas. What will be your idea that ASC can do to the annual meeting? And we're talking about annual meeting, not as a society as a whole, that make it more attractive. Yeah, you, you know, the annual meeting is such a, a, a great event for just the entire community you know, it comes together. So is there a way we can leverage that uh, mm -hmm. towards something better? Uh, you know, just some ideas that come to mind like hackathons or, you know, where you know, we just ident come together to identify a problem that's important in cytology and then just have, you know, all of us at, you know, varying levels, you know, work together in small groups and maybe come up with a potential solution, you know, that the ASC or the, the greater, side of pathology community can come together and work on so you know that's one potential um idea you know things like um you know coming up with new presentation formats you know the world vision i like the shark shark tank you know is there something we can work on together you know, to to really excite uh the community uh even further Another thing, there was a recent cancer cyto paper that Sarah Monaco ha had been an author on uh, about 3D printing. You know, is that something that we could bring to the meeting where, you know, we have people try out various gadgets and models and, and, and through that iterative process of, of refining, you know, 3D designs, you know, we, you know, we can come up with something, something really interesting. You know, so I, I think some real world kind of in-person collaborations, uh, you know, for this annual opportunity where we all get together might be kind of fun and it might yield some uh, some benefits down the line. Ash, are you there? What do you think? Uh, yes, I'm here. Sorry. I'm... If you're busy, that's fine. Um, Actually. Uh... No, 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 that's okay, that's okay. Um, uh, are you able to hear me? Yeah, I think you're breaking up a little bit, but you're coming through. That's fine. Uh, okay. Um, I was going to say uh, two things. One, that I think cost can be a bit of an issue for international attendees. Um, in spite of all the uh, you know, discounts, et cetera, that are offered, it's, uh, it just all adds up, you know, the flights, accommodation, uh, and all the rest of it. Um, if we could make the materials available post meeting, you know, recordings, et cetera, and being available on, you know, on demand uh, on a sessional basis, because, you know, the international attendees might be coming uh, interested only in one or two uh, areas of cytopathology that they practice or want to learn something new about. And if they're able to just buy these um, recordings even if they're unable to attend in person, at least they don't miss out simply because they can't get to uh, the, the states and to, to fund themselves to uh, travel. And so that's, that's something to consider. I know, uh, you know, the pandemic, obviously that was an option when the meetings have gone hybrid or online, but I think there is value in continuing to have sort of post-meeting recordings available. And the second thing I was going to 
say was about um, companion meetings, ARC companion meetings at other international meetings and also companion meetings of other um, international psychology societies um, at the ARC, which again might um, bring more audiences to, to the ARC. Thank you. No, I think that that's very important because I think um, we cannot su uh, survive in a silo anymore because it, the, the, the world is becoming too big. Um, so we have to be very inclusive by having everybody come to the podium to hear their thoughts because I think it's, it's very good important for our group to see how other people do things. So I'm gonna kind of switch this question um, a little bit because that's what I always thought and I, I, I really don't know whether I have the correct answer. So there's academic practice of cytology, and then there is a community practice of cytology. Um, Sinshita, do you think we do a good job in incorporating that thought process on the content that we provide or, or anything that we do at ASC meeting that really creates a balance or we, we are kind of shifted more in, in one way to, as compared to another? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. Um, again, uh, you know, coming from an academic center, um, my perspective is sort of um, geared towards an academic uh, viewpoint. But I, when I look at the program schedule, I think it is pretty inclusive. Um, we do have, and again, like um, it was already mentioned, you know, the program is geared towards um, not just like, you know, um, like just practicing pathologists, but um, cytologists for our trainees. And it kind of covers different areas of like education. Um, I, I saw there's like a lot of things in uh, terms of cytology education, not just for um, the, the, the residents and fellows, but also for cytologists and how do you practice and how do you, um, you know, make, make improvements in the field move forward. But it also kind of focuses on uh, practical issues. And, and I think that's kind of key, especially when you're uh, practicing in the community, because where you may not have the luxury of, you know, the infrastructure that an academic practice has. Um, I, I, I do uh, molecular in addition to cytology. So from a molecular standpoint, there are so many of these molecular tests. And maybe some of the academic centers have testing that's available um, at their institution, but a lot of the community practice is actually sending stuff outside. And, and something that uh, Momin mentioned, you know, how do we make sure that we're, because our job in cytology is to make sure that we're collecting an adequate sample, that the samples process correctly, that whatever we're doing, because we're all working towards the same goal. We wanna make sure that we're giving the right diagnosis that we're collecting an adequate sample and we're able to provide all of the testing that's required to treat that patient. So all of these practical aspects, I think, are covered in, in the program schedule uh, for the annual meeting. And I think that, that that's one of the key things that ASC brings, um, kind of keeping in mind that we're all one family, maybe practicing in different settings, but kind of addressing some of the challenges and the limitations that um, certain settings may have. Thank you. Oscar, so you have trained um many fellows, uh, since you have been the director of the, you know, have been the director of cytology, you have seen a lot of people come and go through the institution. Um, Memorial has many fellows. Um, so what are your thoughts about it? Does ASC annual meeting on its own uh, creates that balance or we kind of fail um, 
What are your thoughts? So I think that, um, you know, uh, AC has done a great job. Uh, and I think you uh, also, uh, you have been responsible for many of these scientific programs and you have done a wonderful job balancing on the academic and as well as some of the community pr practice needs as well. Um, uh, I think uh, some changes that I have seen with, with uh, including the introduction of a base cytology uh, or, uh, you know, the courses that were introduced last year, I think were a great addition. I, I think that's something that I heard my fellows saying that that is something that was missing in the previous ASCs, uh, and it's how uh, they would like to see more of this. Uh, and now, one suggestion that I have, going back to your previous uh, uh, question, is maybe we can find a, a way to encourage more first-time attendees or to bring the junior uh, trainees uh, to the to the meetings. And one suggestion is maybe we can think about ways how we can improve the poster uh, presentation experience. It's not a problem unique to AAC, but to all the other organizations as well. But I think that's a good way to bring them. I remember when I was uh, much younger, one way uh, to be present at these meetings and learn uh, was to presenting the, uh, these posters. And I think if we can make this more of an engaging experience, I think that will, uh, will be a great uh, will be a great addition to the meeting. Okay. Um, I'm going to come to three in a second, but Amber, I have a question for you. So, do you think ASC annual meeting can be a spot? Because I I'm always a stickler where we know everybody has a different way of presenting our content. Um, so in a sense, we develop a, of our own educational way of teaching or kind of tools. Um, so do you think ASC annual meeting, and which is kind of my wish list, is that there is a session or there is some kind of a workshop where we teach people how to teach? You know, we have the content. Um, they see somebody and they... So do you think um, that is something annual meeting... Uh, can be a spot for, or they, they, it is, has to be a separate event? What do you think? Oh, I think that would be perfect because I, I mean, I do think that we have, you know, we are heavy on the academics going back to your last question. Um, but I, I do think that everyone can always learn. And I think that, um, you know, people do have a different way of teaching and presenting, and there's all kinds of new tricks and tools and things out there. So, uh, you know, I think we can all learn from each other. And I think it would be a perfect opportunity for somebody just coming into, um, you know, a, either a fellowship program who needs to, you know, teach fellows or residents or, you know, cytologists. Um, I think that would be perfect. And it might encourage people to then sign up for presentations and workshops and things like that, because maybe they feel that now they have a, a skill that they didn't have before. Yeah, I mean, my my one um, one best experience that I had at one of the ASCP meeting, and it was actually one of the ASCAP meetings was where a mentor and mentee were combined to do a, um, a microscopic session. And it was just fantastic 
because they were a little bit disagreeing on this is how I even the and that really gave this major perspective and I can see that how that person was at the same time that was the development in was happening happening right there so I think um, that is where I think we need to because not all of us will be with you know be doing this forever at least me so I mean that for me it is important to have that, that development concept. So Sukriti, what do you think will be the best way to do it? Very short statement that um, ASC can help to develop um, faculty because we have to keep that pool uh, and we cannot be using the same people over and over again, so. I second your thought of combining mentor and mentee. You know, that's an absolutely great opportunity for a first timer like me uh, to be a part of the faculty. You know, th this is going to be my first time actually in ASC 2023. I'll be a part of the Papi Nicolau Society companion meeting and I'll be giving a talk. Similar opportunities, if open to the junior faculty, will give them more confidence, you know, and be they will learn from their experience from the seniors as well. The next thing to include uh, psychologists, residents and fellow and even the community practice, we to whom even after they are signing out cytopathology, they always think it as a challenge whenever they have to go and do a rapid on-site evaluation, you know, so maybe we can bring up a crash course for them like we are doing for the residents from this year virtually. Doing that same thing in a person, even though for a half a day is gonna make a huge difference because like you are, uh, like everybody is saying that, you know, it's like a you are teaching them how to teach and interpret at the same time. Good. Um, Wanda, what do you think? Oh yeah, I just wanna uh, quickly interject and just thinking back to my first experience, you know, I went to the, the first session I went to was actually the strategies and education session. Um, and it was that year sort of an improv, like you learned improv, like how to interact with people. It was yeah. really, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sort of like that, but it was like really interesting. So I just wanted to draw attention to the strategy sessions. Um, there's one in cytopathology for program directors and then also one for cytotechnologists, but everybody is welcome to those and you know they're awesome sessions last year um it was led by sarah monaco and it was an amazing session where we had round tables and really went through and talked about how we institute the milestones so really try and building on the audience as well their experiences so it was a great way to learn and teach sort of how to educate um, again, every is not just open to program directors, it's open to everybody. Um, this year, we have a great session as well lined up, um, which I'm helping to lead as the ASC um, Cytopathology Program Director Committee Chair. So really excited to do that this year. Um, and it's going to be also, you know, there's always two parts. One of the parts will be sp speaking specifically on the fellowship. Um, so, you know, we'd love for everybody to come to that and just just a reminder that there are great sessions that are open to everybody to come and really are educational, uh, very practical things. Manju, do you think um, that from the cytoprofessional or cytologist point of view, does ASC does a good job of being inclusive of that group? I do think, I think we do a tremendous job, um, but you know, if you ask me to include anything in there, I would definitely say 
um, you know, cytology students, the current students who are going through the program, they need to be more involved in the professional organization, understand how it works to start the networking, even before they are out of the program, you know, practicing cytology that I would really, really like to see. And the other thing is, you know, like Amber said and Swikriti said, you know, the teaching part. So now I don't know about others as an educator, as a program director. Now I see lots of non-traditional students who are getting easily overwhelmed and burnt out with, you know, the teaching. So it may be really helpful to have some sessions on, you know, strategies to teach the non-traditional students and also have some strategies on, you know, mental health and well-being incorporated into the scientific content in our as a meeting so that, you know, it'll be helpful for the educators and also everybody who is kind of, you know, getting a little bit of burned out every day in our life. So um, definitely involvement of students and the teaching strategies I would emphasize. Uh, Lucia, a uh, very short statement. What do you think from the education, developing educators, how yeah. the job we are doing or what, what will be the quick strategy that we can employ to do that? Yeah, so, so just very briefly, I, I like the idea of the, the paired mentor, mentee in, uh, in the, the courses. Mm -hmm. I also like the idea that, um, of bringing the, that improv uh, I, I remember at the Shark Tank, you know, that was one of the things that the contestants had to go through. And, you know, just sharing a little bit of, about my personal um, receiving mentorship from from Ritu, you know, I, when I approached her and said, you know, I, I am a very much an introverted personality, you know, you know, what do I need to do to kind of move, you know, beyond that? And she suggested improv and, you know, I kind of looked into resources locally and online. And I think that's really been helpful uh, in, you know, just beyond comedy, of course, but in just interacting with people and um, and developing uh, educational resources. So that could be something fun to try. Deanna, last question. So do you think the international community of pathologists or trainees or anybody who makes it to the ASC um, annual meeting will also be interested in developing educational um, content which can help them to be better educators. What, what are your thoughts about it? You are muted, Deanna. Yes, I, great question. I, yes, I think that um, we, we should be involved also in this because, you know, for us, uh, sometimes, uh, apart from the, um, the teaching point, uh, there is also the language uh, issues. Uh, and so it's a mix of things that maybe some uh, international people uh, need to uh, not modify, but to modulate and to, uh, to use, uh, unless uh, they learn uh, by by ourselves uh, as we do. So yes, I think also because with the European Federation of Technology Society, we have uh, this, uh, uh, this type of, we are doing this type of work also, only for the European, of course. So absolutely, yes, I think. Um... So Ash, I, um, I'm gonna ask you a question as you're driving your Mercedes. Uh, so, what do you think? No, it's all right. I'm in the back seat. I'm not actually driving, so it's okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I agree. I think there's a lot of um, uh, 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 you know, a support that we can uh, and I think Ash, you're breaking up. So we're going to mm. be play safe here and not. <laughs> okay, uh, last, uh, Sinchita, what do you think? We can be doing both with the European Federation, but. Thank you.
the uh, ISC, the International Academy, and you know. So Asher breaking Sorry, up. I'm back. So I was just saying, you know, collaboration, like Dino suggesting. Okay, okay. I'll I'll go silent for a while. Maybe if I switch the yeah, video off, you better, might be able to actually. hear me a bit better. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, as, like Diana, I was also suggesting a collaboration both with the EFCS and the ISC. Uh, you know, they're all independently developing similar modules to the ones that you describe, and I think uh, putting our resources and efforts together might be more rewarding. And uh, we can address those through the education committees of uh, uh, both the European Federation and the IAC. Sinchida, parting thoughts about that question. Yeah, I, I totally agree with um, everything that was said. And um, I also, <laughs> second idea of the improv, because, um, you know, like, I think everybody in the cytopathology community um, obviously practices cytology. Um, everybody is a master of the content, uh, but how we educate, how we teach other people, that varies. Like, we have always you know, everyone's been to courses where someone's been teaching and you're blown away and, um, and, and then you try to learn from that, like, you know, how, how are they teaching that makes it so interesting that engages you. And improv, um, I did as part of the Shark Tank. Um, I, <laughs> I agree with Michia. I mean, and Vanda. It, it was it was really life changing. Um, uh, I mean, uh, several of us in pathology are kind of introverted, and it's hard to communicate and um, kind of engage with people. And I think the one thing it taught you is to think of it as like, how do you communicate what you're doing, what you're practicing, what, what your science, your research to someone who's a lay person who has no idea of what you're talking about. And to even think of it that way, I think that, that was really revealing because that was not something that we were used to. You're just used to talking to people in your network who understand your cells and, and the DNA and whatever morphology you're describing. So they literally pulled people off the street in Chicago and brought them into our sessions and made us explain your research to them. So having to think of it in a different way, I think that was, that was really helpful. And I think if we can have these sessions for people who are new in practice, junior faculty, who kind of have a different way of thinking and opening up the doors to like how you can be better educated, I think that would be very helpful. Great, thank you so much. So amazing group of people. Thank you so much for taking time to do this. Um, so that shows all your love for ASC because you're taking time to do this. It's not, and I'm sure everybody has a lot to do today, but um, so I've been very lucky to be part of this organization and really can call you guys as my family, professional family, because I see similar faces, see you every year at ASC and other thing. And, you know, our love for cytology goes a long way. Uh, what has been taught to it and what we have been teaching forward. So. Um, my pitch for everyone who's gonna watch this video um, just to come to ASC meeting, at least if you have not, you're missing a lot, give it a try and it will be the best um, experience of your life. So thank you everybody. And by this, I bid you a good day for today. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao. Thank you for listening to CytopathPod. You can reach ASC on Twitter at Cytopathology or via email at asc at cytopathology.org.